if I get stock options from my Singapore employer, what's the difference between how Singapore and the U.S. taxes them? So, you know, we're talking about whether it's a qualified from a U.S. tax perspective, if it's qualified options or non-qualified options. Let's assume it's non-qualified options, which it tends to be because Singapore. Then you're paying tax. Uh, so when you exercise that option, if there's a delta between the exercise price and the market price, then you would have kept, you would have received the benefit, right? So whatever the market value is, less what you paid for it, that you record that as income. And then when you sell it on, then you have capital gains. So if you sell on, if you sell the, the shares, norm, normally there's a lockup period anyway, but let's say you're able to sell it within one year, then you'll be subject to sh uh, short-term capital gains. And if you sell it, uh, beyond one year, so your holding period is more than one year, then you're subject to long-term capital gains from a U.S. perspective. Obviously, in Singapore, there are no capital gains. I think where people really get caught up would be there's some deemed exercise rules, right? So if it is that you have options, so for example, if you got options and they did not vest as yet, normally they taxes on trigger both in Singapore and the US until something vests, right? So it actually comes to you when, you know, when it's not yet, there's nothing, if it's just an option or it's just, there's nothing tangible that you own, then there's nothing to tax. So we tend to look both Singapore and US to so look at the vesting schedule. And if, when you get shares and let's say they're just an award for service rendered, then, you know, that's pure income to you as at the date of vesting. Now, one of the key differences between Singapore and the US, and this is where people come to us complaining, would be the deemed exercise rules that Singapore has. So if it is your, your contract comes to an end or you maybe you switch employers or whatever the case, typically when your stint in Singapore comes to an end and you are moving on to another jurisdiction or returning to the US, and those shares did not vest. If those shares were earned while you're working in Singapore, they, sorry, they, the options were, were earned uh, or awarded to you while you're in Singapore, even though they didn't vest and they're only taxable when they vested, Singapore has these deemed exercise rules and they will tax you on them, even though they have not vested. Now, that can become a problem for people who for whom they will never exercise the option because they've left the company or they don't meet the terms of the of of the of the award of the vesting. So then what you know we work with Bunyip and his team and it is possible to reach out to IRS, the Inland Revenue Authority of Singapore, and have a conversation with them and let them know, hey, we've left the company. We see this and with some of the bigger tech firms, US tech firms that um, have an operation in, in Singapore. They're leaving, and, but they are not entitled to the share. So there will be no vesting. And once, they, once IRS sees the documentation and is assured that there will be no vesting, then the deemed exercise rule would not typically be invoked. Please subscribe, like, share, and comment below. Our books and upcoming events are available at htj.tax.
email us at help at htj.txt to engage us to advise on international tax or business matters.